Hey everyone, welcome to a very, very special episode of the Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast. We are so excited to be able to bring you some Tron review and information on the day that Tron is officially opening in Magic Kingdom Park at Walt Disney World. This has been long anticipated and our review is about to be very spoiler heavy. So if you are someone that likes to avoid spoilers, I encourage you to go ride Tron yourself and then come back and listen. Otherwise, let's dig in. Okay, everyone, as this episode is released, it is officially opening day for Tron, the light cycle coaster that has been long anticipated at Magic Kingdom at Disney World. I was hosted by Disney today as I'm recording this, and I had the opportunity to ride it ahead of open along with my co-host Carla, who also got to ride it on, I believe, an annual pass preview. Is that right, Carla? That is right. Yes. I got to ride it about a month ago and I'm so excited to finally get to talk about it with somebody else because I have been waiting. I know it's so one of those things where when you finally get to do it, it's like I have to talk to somebody about this and it's so new that not a lot of people have experienced it. Well, so, and all you guys knew that I wrote it and everybody was asking me, how was it? How was it? And it was like, I just want you guys to be able to write it and and then we talk about it. I don't want to say too much or give you a certain impression that you might not feel the same way. So I just wanted to go into it with no spoilers. Uh, I didn't watch any videos. I didn't want you guys to watch them. I just wanted you guys to experience and then me experience it. And then we talk about it. That's exactly how I feel. And I'm a spoiler free person. Anyway, I will not no matter how big something is, I won't watch a video or read any reviews until I can inform my own opinion. So if you're like me, or like Carla is and you don't want spoilers, this is going to be really spoiler heavy. We're going to talk all about it, really breaking down the ride queue and the ride itself and the experience. So if you don't want spoilers, this little segment and review may not be for you. However, if you want to know about Tron, we're going to break it down. So let me just ask you, do you think, is this the best ride at Walt Disney World? Definitely not. I'm still holding strong that Guardians cannot be beat. Yeah, it doesn't take number one for me either. It's it's not the best ride here. Is it amazing? It is amazing. And I will say, I do think it's the best ride at Magic Kingdom. It's the best ride at Magic Kingdom. But <laughs> if you asked me, that really wasn't hard to do. It wasn't. But it's, <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. It was good. It's good. It's the best ride at Magic Kingdom. It is a thrill. It is fun. It is what Magic Kingdom was lacking. Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain are thrilling. They are fun. They are not a top thrill. Tron definitely is. No, I mean, let's be honest. Space Mountain and Thunder Mountain, you leave needing a chiropractic adjustment. <laughs> they're right? old. They're old. They're yeah. they're nostalgia. They're, they're based and rooted in nostalgia. They're fun. They're great. But Magic Kingdom so desperately needed something that was a facelift for that park, in my opinion opinion for somebody that totally agree and you know what it took them five years to do it five years ago they started building tron and it's finally opening up it's finally here they i believe you told me before that they started building it in 2018 so february of 2018 this thing has been being built that blew my mind i can't even believe that we've been through a pandemic and disney world closures you know in the time that this thing has been being built and i'm so excited that it's finally here and that my clients and my friends are all going to get to experience it i loved it 
So I'll just start with that. But I'm going to be really honest. There were some things that were missing for me. I agree. I agree. For the five years it took to build it, I think there were definitely some huge hits. And then I think there was also some misses. So the number one miss for me, I'm just going to say it. Why is it 2023 and we are building a ride, an attraction, introducing something new to the most popular theme park in Orlando? And it's not for everybody? Everybody, meaning should be everybody should be able to ride any ride i don't think that disney has ever built a ride that excluded certain bodies correct i can't think of any and this one is unfortunately so there are body type restrictions when it comes to tron and that's a hard one for me to swallow it was already a little bit skeptical because i think that's really weird for the time and era that we're living in i can't see spending five years on a coaster that's such a big deal and such a headliner for such a popular and inclusive theme park to then be exclusive. I totally agree. And I have clients, I have friends asking me like, do you think that I could get on? Do you think that I'll be able to fit? And I hate that they even have to ask those types of questions. That's the worst. That's the worst. And there's a test bike out front, (laughs) which is maybe even worse. It's out front and it's in front of everybody else. It is. How would you feel if you got on that and you couldn't fit? Same with if you got through the whole line and then you're going to get on your life cycle bike and you can't fit. I mean, to me, I would be devastatingly embarrassed I'm not going to the back row to ride on the seat for everybody. It's just like, to me, huge miss, huge well, miss opportunity. <laughs> and then I, here's the other thing is I've heard about the bench that's in the back, right? Because that's supposed to be the accessible row, but on the gates to get onto the bench is the handicap emblem. You know, it's an accessible like wheelchair accessible if you can't physically sit on the bike. And I kind of thought that was a little odd. You know, that whole thing is just very odd to me. So I couldn't talk about the ride without talking about that because I just think it makes no sense. Yeah, we'll start with the bad. Okay. And then we'll get to the good part. Yeah, let's move into the let's move into the good. Let's talk about what was great about this ride and some of the exciting things that we experienced. So talk about the ride queue. What did you think of the queue? Well, I think it starts even walking up to it. So if you've been in the park at all, you've seen this ride being built for years, right? So you're walking up to this new ride, this new attraction, and you're actually physically walking underneath the coaster. You get that excitement from even getting into the line, right? Phenomenal. You're walking under, there are two sections that sort of encompass the outdoor part of the attraction and you walk underneath both of them before you're going to ride. And it is so exciting. Just looking so up. Exciting. And-, and the way this lights up at night, I would would imagine this is a crazy ride to ride at nighttime, don't you think? Oh, yeah. And mine was during the day. Did you ride during the day? I did ride during the day, but I have heard people requesting it specifically to ride it at night. Yeah, I bet it's amazing at night. And to your point, talking about watching the construction, I mean, over the last few years, we would just ride People Mover or the Tomorrowland Speedway just to get a glimpse of what was going on over at Tron. So now to be standing underneath it and watching the light cycle zoom by, knowing oh my gosh, I'm about to be riding one of those. It was 
thrilling. It was really, really exciting. Very cool. So then you enter the queue and the technology, the lights, it's very cool. We're not going to do a full breakdown of the line itself in the queue, but there is a really cool part. I was a little disappointed to not see the storyline and all that jazz that Disney seems to add, but there is a very cool part. You get into one portion where you actually get to see the light cycles launch. That's super cool. It is really neat. And that part you're talking about was really exciting. It was building the anticipation for getting on the ride. I have to say, though, that's one of those things where I kind of feel like it was a missed opportunity just because I've ridden so many of the newer Disney attractions where the pre-show rooms and the pre-show stories are such a part of the attraction itself, right? So (laughs) I'm glad, Allie, to hear that there... See, I kind of thought that I had missed a pre-show. Maybe I went so early that they weren't running it yet. So I really thought that I had missed something. And to hear that you... And I haven't heard the details, but I'm assuming that you saw exactly what I saw. Yeah. And it is just that. You kind of feel like you missed something. So I haven't... Shockingly, I've never seen Guardian of the galaxy, at least as we sit here recording this. It's on my to-do list. But I ride Guardians at Epcot and I know exactly what's going on. I feel like the pre-shows set me up. I know what my mission is. I understand and relate to the characters, the Guardians. It brings the whole thing full circle. And same thing with like Rise of the Resistance, right? If you've never seen the newer Star Wars films, you can still ride and sort of feel like you're immersed. I have never seen Tron, the movie. Have you seen it? Absolutely not. I don't think a lot of people our age have. Maybe they have, but it's just not for me. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying it's not for me. And so I was maybe missing a little bit. Like I know I'm racing a light cycle through the grid, but I don't really know why. And you're on team blue. I'm on team blue, but what is the other team? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Team red. To me, it's guardians, like the whole Q and guardians. is. Yeah. And then we're so, now comparing blue versus red. Well, it's so you funny. Know? I had a shirt today and I wore it and it had a blue line and a red line. And I just, assume that I guess I was fighting Team Red, but that's not said anywhere. So if that's the case, I don't know. So it was a little underwhelming because I didn't know what I was doing. However, even though I thought it was going to get some awesome pre-show, what they did do was really cool. I did love it. I did have that moment of, oh, wow, like that's awesome. I really think that's cool. I just thought it could be more. It could. Okay, so you're going through the line and then you get to this bank of lockers, right? So the lockers are really cool. You cannot take anything with you outside of your cell phone. And I even, I'm blind without my glasses. I took those off, put them in my bag, sort of walked blindly through the rest of the queue. So you put everything in your locker and funny story, your magic band should open your locker or your magic key card, whatever you're using as your admission. And nothing I had would unlock a dang locker. Nothing. (laughs) And it was it was just sort of funny because then the cast member tried and she couldn't get a locker. It was like not meant to be. Eventually we did get one. And when you finish the ride, you exit. You're like on the other side of yeah, the locker. I was two totally ends. backwards, confused. I mean, I should have known. I should have known. Like, let's be honest, but very cool to walk out. You find your number. So you do have to remember your number. I do want to note because I was kind of unsure of this. I know you just mentioned that you can take your cell phone. You probably could have taken your glasses too. Once you enter onto your light cycle bike, there is a little compartment that you can put your phone in. Was there? I didn't see it. There is. It's literally (laughs) right in front of your face or your, where your chest is kind of resting. And there's like a little compartment that you can open up super small 
all, I'm assuming specifically for cell phones and glasses. That makes sense because you are allowed to take them. And I wish I would have known that because I had my phone like tucked in my shirt and pants all at once and then pressed against me, leaving a bruise on my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I was like so worried about because I am one of those moms. I will shove my phone in my bra. That's where mine was. Just, just (laughs) you know, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to like crush my phone? Yeah. And the whole time I could like feel it going off and it was leaving a bruise. It was good to know. Good to know. (laughs) Okay. So you get on your light cycle. The seat itself is super cool. Awesome. The light cycle is very, very unique, very awesome. Very awesome. You feel so immersed in the attraction itself. I really felt like I was part of the attraction. I really felt like I was in the driver's seat. I was making this thing go. It was exciting. It was fun. So it kind of reminds me of the seats at Flight of Passage. Very similar. Very, very. So you you pretty much are laying down, right? For sure. Yeah, you're laying forward. Everything kind of hugs your body. Something comes down on your back, your legs. Same with your calves. Something comes down on your calves. So you're very strapped in. And you pull the handlebars toward you to sort of shut the whole ride vehicle. So you grab onto your handlebars, you pull them down toward your body. It locks you in and you don't even ever really feel it locking. I was kind of like, oh my gosh, am I in this thing? But I was, you know, it, it immediately locked when I pulled it down. And then came the best part of the ride immediately. The launch. The launch is absolutely incredible. It is so fast. Probably one of the best launches. Very similar to Rock and Roller Coaster, right? So similar to Rock and so similar to Guardian Space, anything that has that launch, but I honestly would say better. It's faster. It is so exciting to be laying forward and feeling like you are just charging out of that tunnel. And it is so fast. I I was on my light cycle thinking I am moving so I'm moving light speed right now. You know, it really is. And I think that's what this attraction has going for it the most is it is so fast. It is fast. And you almost immediately go into that portion of the ride that we've been seeing for years, right? Yes. Yeah. Immediately you see where it's been testing, where you walk under before you enter the queue. That outdoor area is what happens right after you launch. And it is so exhilarating. And then the ride's done. No. It's done. No, it's not. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There is a little bit of an inside area, right? The inside is... Very, very in line with the other attractions we were saying. So it's space, mountain meets rock and roller coaster meets guardians. It's minus four and a half minutes. Minus four and a half minutes. It's so the attraction is moving so fast that the ride starts almost when it ends. Maybe that's what it is. (laughs) It's because it's one of Disney's fastest roller coasters. It's too short. It is too short. It's too short. Yeah, it's too short. It's short. You're going to wait a long time to ride this thing. It's the best ride in Magic Kingdom. It is brand new. It took five years to build you're going to wait. And it's been talked up. It deserves to be written. You should. I mean, it's exciting to have this attraction now, but it's short and you're going to wait for 500 times longer than the ride is. Well, that's when. Okay, so we should mention there is not going to be a standby line to start off with. Correct. Correct. You're going to have lightning lane and virtual queue starting as this episode airs today. And I had a lightning lane. And did you how was yours? How's the annual pass preview? It's basically the same. I get you get like a time window that you have to show up and you essentially walk right on. Yeah, I had no wait at all. I was on and off in less than 10 minutes. Yeah, that'll probably never happen again. 
that'll never happen again. <laughs> it was awesome though. I mean, I couldn't believe I was face to face with my ride, my light cycle, you know, so soon after I entered. You know what I love? I love the first time you ride an attraction because you can just <laughs> like so many things like you can never have the first time again, right? I totally agree. <laughs> I actually can't wait to rewrite it because I, I don't know what I was thinking. I just, you think all these things in your head when you know, like I didn't watch any videos. I didn't read any reviews. I knew, I didn't even know that it was short before I wrote it. So Agreed. I yeah, have no, all not. these, you know, all this anticipation and then it just kind of flew by and I'm just like, what just happened? Like, I know that it was cool, but what happened? How did I just miss so much of the ride? Did I yeah. back out because it was so fast? And I was having so I was having so much fun on the inside part. I do think it went way too fast, but also it was the first time. I am just like you, excited to ride it again, find more things that I definitely missed this time around. I think Disney did a great job. I think there are missed opportunities. I think that about a lot of things in life. I am excited to ride again. I am excited to take my oldest daughter on it. She is a thrill seeker as well. So I can't wait for her to ride. She Allie, didn't get did you catch the height on it? I believe it's 48 inches and okay. you can you can find that in your app and you just want to make sure it's it's one of Disney's taller height requirement attractions, uh, probably because of the way you're strapped into the light cycle. But it is so much fun. You're going to miss some things. You're going to be exhilarated in so many ways. It's the fastest ride maybe on Disney property. I don't you can fact check that. I'm not positive. But I mean, it's certainly for sure, for sure at Magic Kingdom. For sure. It's the best ride at Magic Kingdom. Hands down. But was that really that hard to do? No, I mean, it was the fastest ride. I looked it up. It doesn't say that it is the fastest roller coaster at any Disney park, but it is one of the fastest. But yeah. it is 100% the fastest ride at Magic Kingdom. Again, I just, it wasn't hard to gain I'm the best ride at Magic Kingdom, the title. But Tron definitely did. I totally agree. Well, I'm super excited now that this ride is officially open after so long. I really am looking forward to talking to more people that have ridden it. If you yourself have ridden it, let us know what you think on our social media. If you think we're wrong and this is the best ride at Disney World and you don't think any opportunities were missed, I want to hear why because I can be persuaded and I'm definitely going to be riding this again and again and again. So I love different perspectives to take with me every time I ride. I am so grateful to have been hosted by Disney today to ride it ahead of the open and and go team blue and whatever other team there is. If you are planning, looking at planning or ready to start planning again and you don't already have a smart mom's travel agent of your own, be sure to check out the link in our bio or show notes to get connected with a free agent today. Be sure to like, follow and subscribe everywhere you get your podcast and on all social media platforms at Smart Moms Plan Disney Podcast. Until next time, we'll see you real soon.